This is the World Industrial News for Monday, May 16th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part four of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. And, you know, you mentioned before um, when you were talking about the paper on the mitigation of global warming, um, you, you broke it down by industry. If we just were to focus on the modern grid and renewables, what do you see for us in the future within this space? So we think that renewables are the future. So we put in very large uh, solar. We put in wind. We put in rooftop solar as well as solar farms. And what happens is when the sun goes down, they stop producing. Or when a cloud comes over, they stop producing. Or the winds pick up and they start producing. In other words, you don't really know you don't really know how much power you're going to get get out of them. They're not dispatchable resources. And so what the power company has to do is they have to balance that with a dispatchable resource. So if the wind picks up and you're generating huge amounts from your wind farm, you have to back off on your production. Or if you have a lot of solar production, the same. Or if the solar production goes away, you have to bring that up and you have to bring it up as rapidly as it went away. So clouds are worse than uh, dusk. So everything is based on time. What this does for you is it forces you as a power company to shift your assets from really high efficiency turbines that might take a day to line out to smaller turbines that respond in a matter of minutes. And as a result, your efficiency drops. Now let's take it and let's jump the meter. So on the other side of the meter, you have people that are trying to cope with the power issues with blackouts, rolling blackouts, etc. So they put on rooftop solar and they put on maybe batteries because the new batteries are now dropping in price very, very rapidly. And they, some of them even have their own windmills that sit in the middle of the complex. The problem there is that those are not managed by the grid, nor are they predictable. And so now the power company has to bring in extra power, extra resources to be able to cope with it if now you lose the sun or you have the wind shift, or even worse, the person that owns the battery decides they don't want to pay your afternoon prices, so they pull themselves off the grid and start using their batteries. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. There's only two days left until one of Industrial Info's most popular events, the Mid-Year U.S. and Canada Industrial Market Outlook, which will be held as a live in-person event this year. The complimentary event will be held at the Sugarland Marriott near Industrial Info's World Headquarters on May 18th. Registration will begin at 3 p.m., followed by the industry presentations at 4 p.m. For more information, go to Industrial industrialinfo.com. Hope to see you there. Because the U.S. is one of the top exporters of soybeans and soybean products, the land for food versus fuel debate has an international dimension. This is much like oil and gas markets, the fuels that soy-based biofuels are aiming to replace someday. 
as the U.S. Energy Information Administration expects renewable diesel refinery capacity to increase to 130,000 barrels per day by 2030 compared with its 90-barrel-per-day capacity in 2020, while biodiesel capacity drops only slightly during that time. Experts believe the U.S. will need to add 12 million acres of soybeans to fill that demand. It is not likely this acreage would be available without robbing from food supplies or possibly corn, another biofuels food source. American Electric Power Company, Incorporated told investors last month it plans to spend about $38 billion on capital projects over the 2022-2026 period, with about two-thirds of that amount, or about $24.8 billion, going to its regulated transmission and distribution business. Industrial Info is tracking about 282 active AEP projects, which are valued at around five. $8 billion. Spending on North American pulp, paper, and wood industry construction starts were up year-over-year year last month for the first time since January, according to Industrial Info's Project Spending Index. April construction starts in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico amounted to $2.37 billion. That's up 12.2% from the same month in 2021, according to the North American Construction Starts Index. Randy Goddard, Industrial Info's Vice President of Research for the Pulp Paper and Wood Industry, said project development in the wood segment is strong as demand for construction material is still strong, with a wood material supply shortfall. However, he cautions rising interest rates may impact the housing market, which in turn could affect demand for wood projects. And the German government has moved quickly to increase its liquefied natural gas import capabilities in the light of the Russia-Ukraine conflict by renting four floating storage and regasification units. Committing funds of almost 3 billion euro, the government has signed agreements to rent two FSRUs. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.